0: Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 21. This is Brandon Chin, broadcasting from Hitoshima Fukuoka. And today I want to speak about entrepreneurship in Japan. Most of the entrepreneurs I've met in my four years living here are women. And it seems that they do well compared to the male entrepreneurs I've met because they're very open-minded. They can change their minds easily. Or they're more adaptive to change when it happens. Um, And I think women are hardwired for adapting to change. Uh, They are... I think there's some biological factors to it. One of them being the monthly period. Um, And... Other stuff. I mean, I've heard things like, and I've read things that women have a wider uh, peripheral vision because uh, back in the day when they were foraging for food, they had to. This was a way for for them to protect themselves and their kin. They were able to see in. wider angles than men, than males, and I mean, I read that a while ago, I don't know if that data has been disputed, but I think women are more suited to communication and are more open in in general, they are more welcoming, yada yada yada. And so, most of the entrepreneurs I've met in Japan and elsewhere are women, and they are Successful, mostly because of their strong communication skills. I believe, and the men that I've met that are entrepreneurs in Japan, um, are also successful, and they do well in communicating. Their communication seems like it's the core, core, uh, foundation for most successful entrepreneurs. Um, you're not going to really get far if you, first of all, don't have your messaging correct. Second of all, if you can't at all communicate, it's not going to work. And you find a lot of Japanese dudes uh, too scared to express themselves vulnerably. And this is not just Japanese dudes, but I'm talking about Japan, so I find myself around older dudes and then women of all ages but i rarely if ever find myself hanging out with japanese dudes that are my age Uh, the only dudes that are in their 20s that i hang out with are those that are doing their own thing either freelancing or they own their own business and i think it just like i said it's based on Entrepreneurship or or running your own business, uh, I think is very, strong, strongly depends on your communication skills. And it seems like I'm not doing very well at that tonight, because I'm a little tired, but uh, the women are really doing it up, and I think I've taken a, a, a lot of lessons from them, in the years that I've been in Japan also traveling in Europe, um, just learning to be adaptive and communicative when I don't like something that's happening or I see something, see something that's wrong, <clears throat> speak up about it. And yeah, I try to do that in my writing as well and do that with my friends in my personal life. So, um, women seem to be rocking it in Japan, yeah. Although I don't think the culture is very supportive of entrepreneurship in general, especially women entrepreneurs. It is changing a little bit, but still, especially in Fukuoka, Fukuoka is a little bit more open-minded uh, atmosphere here. But in general, I think entrepreneurship is not supported in Japan, and more resources uh, ought to be. Because it's where a lot of innovation comes from in society. Entrepreneurship sector. Or I don't know if it's a sector. But anyway, um, I think sticking out in Japan is not looked well upon. Um, And entrepreneurship requires one to stick it out. Stick out and to stick it out, right? Right. You're going to have to differentiate yourself and show how you are different from the other people in the market and also keep going with your idea to see it to fruition. Make sure that your idea is uh, uh, brought into reality and that requires patience and perseverance. I'm on the road as well and I'm meeting a lot of people uh, on the road or that have reached one pit stop and are on to the next and it's exciting but also you gotta gotta push and i'm very grateful for the people that i've met along the way Uh, i hope fukuoka continues to set an example for entrepreneurship in japan by providing startup visas or opportunities for foreigners or people or um, well, international entrepreneurs to come to Japan and bring their ideas to Japanese culture. Um, Fukuoka City is acting as an experimental hub where they give residencies for six months for people that are successful with the startup application, startup visa application, and uh, it's something I've been looking at for a while to uh, really start to create something in Japan that is beneficial for both Japanese people and travelers here. Because I'm the bridge! That's what I've been in my life uh, before Japan as well. And I speak about that in uh, my books, and I won't go into it on this episode, but... Entrepreneurship in Japan is changing and becoming more open and accessible. And I hope to be part, I will be part of, no, no. I am part of this change, this wave, and I will bring you the lessons I learned along the way. So see you on the next episode. Go to Brandon Brandon Chin time to sleep it is time to sleep <laughs> go to brandonchin.net backslash raw type in your email address and i'll continue sending you stories about japanese culture you can get my books there and you can join the group raw japan where you can jump in and discuss with japanese locals and other non- japanese uh, that are like-minded but also different from you and we can exchange opinions Dig into the nuances of Japanese culture and how it is uh, influential abroad, etc. So go to brandonshin.net backslash raw, type in your email address, and I'll see you inside your inbox. See you, and good night.